Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 752. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at Take10Fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, Favel Yitzchak, Ben Naftali David, Zichron Alavracha, may the Torah we learn be an ilui for his neshama. And so what I'd like to discuss today is a bracha that I've been dealing with in uh, various classes, and that's the bracha which I think we relate and resonates most with us, and that's the bracha of Shema Koleinu. The bracha, of course, I mean as one of the 1819 brachos of the Shemona Esrei, the bracha which is the capstone of all of the brachos in which we uh, ask for our personal requests, Shema Koleinu functions as the catch-all. It's the bracha where the tour says, Anything could be asked for, anything is included. So I figured let's discuss a little bit of the language of the bracha, some of the very interesting phrases that appear in the bracha, which really, I think, cut to the core of what tefillah and the organized and, and arranged sitter is all about. The bracha begins, Shema koleinu Hashem elokeinu chus God, you should listen to our voices, and you should be compassionate and pity us. Also, it says, You should accept, compassionately and with favor, our tefillos. So not only should he listen to our voices, and with compassion and pity, but it seems to be, um, I don't know, someone repeated, Beratzon, we should have uh, you who willingly hear our prayer. So it's somewhat repeated, and it seems doubled. Why? Because you are the God to whom we are able to pray. You are the one who listens to prayers. Again, Tfilos V'sachanunim, two expressions. And then, Do not leave us empty-handed. And then once again, Because you are the one who listens to Tfilos. So there are a, a variety, a, a few doubled phrases. We have the idea of Koleinu, our voices, versus our Tfilos. And we have multiple references to the Tfilos themselves. We refer to God as the Shomea Tfilos twice. And so this bracha is doubled up in many ways. A lot of the phrases are doubled, and let's try to figure out what we might be talking about. So first of all, just generally, when we think about this prayer, what are we supposed to include in this prayer? So there's a beautiful statement by Rabbi Yonason Eibshitz. He explains, and I'll read it in English, he says that when it comes to this prayer, when it comes to Shema Koleinu, one should put everything before God to pray to Him for all needs, great or small. Do not refrain from praying to God for anything. May it be a soulmate for yourself or for one of your children. Pray to God for good merchandise. Pray to God that he grant you success and lead you upon the path of honesty. The general rule is that there is nothing in daily life for which one cannot pray to God and ask for success or advancement. For anything that you want to pray, do so in your own language, even if you will stammer or not speak in proper Hebrew. It is as precious to God as if you prayed expressively, clearly, and articulately. By virtue of this prayer, God will hear our voices, and our prayer will be effective, because this prayer will certainly be sincere and not just lip service where the mouth speaks while the heart is elsewhere. And the plea that Rabbi Yonasan Ibishitz is making in regard to how to use and make best use of this tefillah is by realizing that even if you haven't tapped into the very sophisticated language of the previous brachos, the very specific asks that exist in the previous brachos, this bracha allows you to ask for anything, whatever sundry and what you think irrelevant things, the smallest things in the world, that is what the bracha of Shema Koleinu is for. And perhaps he's suggesting that by 
realizing that this bracha is there for anything you might actually need, that would mean that you have the ability to have kavana at a level that might be uh, unattainable in regard to the other brachas. You very often speak to people who say that this is the bracha in which they have the most kavana, they have the most intensity and the most intention, because this is one that relates to them the most, because they can literally ask for anything. Now, more specifically, the language itself, so we have the repetition of chus beautiful interpretation, I saw in the name of the Eitz Yosef. What is the chus v'rachem? I have mercy, and um, not only have mercy, but also with compassion, etc. What's the, what's the doubling over here? So one of the themes of this bracha is, of course, the kolenu versus tefillah There are two types of tefillah that are discussed here, but we'll get to that in a moment. But one of the other elements uh, that Asiosev suggests is that there are things that we know that we need, and there are things that we don't even know that we need. And so when we talk about chus he says, have mercy, be compassionate to me, for me, for the things that I don't even necessarily realize that I don't have, the things that I, I'm not yet aware of, they're not yet on my plate, those are the things that I want included in here. That's It's a catch-all, not just for the things that I haven't been able to find a place for in my Shemona Esrei, but even to include the things that I didn't even know that I needed. But mainly, mainly, most of the Amefarshim understand that what's happening in this bracha is kolenu versus tefillah What do we mean by that? So tefillos, of course, are articulate expressions of prayer. They are poetic, they are very precise, they are uh, literary forms that are used in very specific ways. We're not all good at that. We're not all good at that, and therefore what we need to do instead is sometimes appeal not to tefillah but to kolenu, just simply our voices. And when our voices cry out, even if they're not so articulate, even if they didn't have so much kavana, even if there was there was very little behind that voice when it comes to uh, textual accuracy or when it comes to thematic perfection, when we talk about the bracha, that we're asking shema kolenu, just listen to our voices. And our voices include all of that space in between. And so many understand that the doubling of the expressions that we find over here in this bracha is not just, you know, uh, two different types of tefillah, but it's really the two different poles of what tefillah consists of. Tefillah, as we know, we're familiar with the sitter, and the sitter is formed in a certain way over the course of time, and it's perfected to be able to find the perfect language, to be able to uh, tap into meaningful ideas, and to have the greatest and most significant impact to us and on our behalf. But there's another element of tefillah. I've said this before, the idea that Yaakov Avinu uses, I took with my cherev and my keshes, two different elements of weaponry, but the Targum there understands that it's two different types of tefillahs. One of these types of tefillahs, the Meshachachma explains, the cherev is the sharp pointed sword. The sharp sword that doesn't require any energy, if it falls in your foot, it'll do damage. It'll be very, very, very hurt, hurtful and, uh, and can cut. Doesn't really need that much power behind it. As opposed to the keshas, the bow and the arrow, where it requires my own energy to be able to pull back and to be able to release. And it's that energy that translates into the damage that an arrow will do. If I poke you with an arrow, you probably won't get hurt. If I poke you with a sword, you're in big trouble. And so these two poles of prayer, one, just the forceful, energetic kavana, 
where I just want to express myself. That kol, that sound we find throughout the Torah, the kol of the shofar, the shofar which is this guttural internal expression of, of tefillah which doesn't even get articulated in any specific way through words, it's just the kol, that's one element of tefillah, the energetic expression, and then the other side of course is the specific textual expression, that's the tefillah. In this bracha of Shema Koleinu, we understand that we are asking for the range of these tefillah experiences to be accepted. Sometimes we go to shul and we say words, we don't really know what we mean, maybe we talk in the middle and we don't, our call is there perhaps, but our tefillah is, it's hard to say that our tefillah, we're really doing a good job with that on that particular day. But there's still call and there's still sound and I still showed up and I still showed and it displayed energy and wanting at least in concept to reach out to God. That's one side, that's the call. And then there's the tefillos, the powerful words, that just reciting these powerful words, like the sword, is sharp without the energy or maybe the kavana that is required. That's one of the main elements that I believe in. That's why the bracha has these two rep- repetitive uh, features to it. Kikel shamea tefillos, you are the one who listens, you are the one who listens. Chus v'rachem, koleinu versus tefillosenu. All of these repeated ideas are repeated in double form because they're talking about that range of tefillah. In addition, there's another possible extension. The Tivha Tefillah, the Sefer, explains um, that there's another part of tefillah, not just when we're in shul and we're, let's say, focused on the words versus not focused on the words, kol versus tefillah. He says, sometimes there are times during my day that I'm busy with tefillah that are not derech tefillah. Right? I'm just crying out, I'm just krechzing, I'm just sighing, I'm reaching out to God. Those are the moments that are catch-all in our Shemona Esrei, not because in those moments I had any formal tefillah in mind, but I just wanted to express myself to God, I wanted to reach out, maybe I was stuck at a red light that I needed to turn green, maybe there was something that just in context of, of a life situation I thought of and I, and, I, and I called out to God for. So now, in my bracha of Shema Koleinu, I am also including that kol. Yeah, that wasn't in the context of formal tefillah, but I want that to be included and I want that to be accepted as well. And so altogether we see Shema Koleinu is not only asking for the acceptance of our formal tefillah, but all of the spaces in between as well. Have a great day.